Spring has sprung and vehicles are springing up at Roark Honda. We're still interested in your used vehicles, but we also have new vehicles ready to sell. Visit our Bloomfield location or at RoarkHonda.com for all of your vehicle needs. Now we start this week's your Jag Off podcast from... Oh my God. smell. Papa Jay's in the Strip District. Pizza, pizza, pizza. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word Jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. Yeah, Jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, Jagoff? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's Rick Sevak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jagoff Podcast. This is John and Rachel. If you're listening to the Ajago podcast for the first time, two things. Stop your car and hit subscribe. And then make sure you tell somebody else to subscribe and share it because we're all about Pittsburgh. And uh, we have a lot of things going on, including we typically tell you what kind of Jagoffs we caught this week. But we're going to forego that because we're here to tell you that, fortunately for us, we are up for five Golden Quill nomination uh, yeah. finalists, not nomination. Now, this is a big deal to us because local, local folks don't vote on this. These are people in the media that are journalists. Typically from other states. From other states, mm-hmm. and they vote on it. So we, we submitted five different episodes, and the one I'm hoping wins is our behind-the-scenes of our Demolition Derby life, yeah. which we drove Fayette a car. County. Anyway, so appreciate you can't vote on it, but stay tuned because the end of May will tell you how Thanks it Thanks for being good Pittsburghers. You give us good yeah. info. Right. All so right. we get to chat with Michael Troiani. Michael needs no introduction, but I will give him a long one because he has become near and dear to us. We had him on when he was in the Business Times pre-COVID. It was something that was going on with like the structure of downtown. We wanted to chat with him because he is no stranger to the restaurant business, but also development. What I love about Michael is the minute you meet him, whether you've met him a million times or you're just coming through the door, he will say, thank you for coming here. And guess what? He means it from the bottom of his heart. He is such a good Pittsburgher who truly embraces the sense of community and wants people to come in and enjoy what he has to offer, right? I mean, that's the true sentiment. You both are so very kind. Oh. You well, really are. Well, you make it easy to be kind. Yeah. And when you come in here, you, you're coming into a business, but you don't feel like you're coming into a business because you feel like you're walking into your home the way you welcome everybody, which is super No question. Cool. That's the way it's always been. Right. With, with my mother and my father and the opportunity to entertain friends and welcome friends and family. I'm grateful to have a place to welcome friends and family again. That's a true sentiment because you're no stranger to the restaurant business. We've had you on a couple times. You've certainly hearkened back to the days and being in Carnegie with Papa Jay's. What was that like, Michael, to look at where you are now and how many people, I mean, you open these doors today and boom, there's people there. And we know the hospitality industry is not easy. I'm not you know, suggesting that it's every day you open the door and there's a million people, but you have created, due to your experience, this, this vision of people coming in and just saying, hey, I'm here on a first date. I'm here as a family. You've offered that in so many different ways. Is that what you were really hoping to do? That is, that is the culture. The culture is hospitality, and I am most proud of the team of people that we have here. Yeah. Every person on the team is, uh, their, their hearts are present, their attention's present, and we regard every opportunity to provide service to every guest who chooses to come 
be with us. So yeah. I mean, Michael, that's, that's the culture here. Is, it is. It's a culture. That's a is good your point. nose numb to the smell when you walk in here? Like you're so used to walking in here. Like I come in here. Oh my God! Spread my ashes here when I pass away. But <laughs> that's in kind. The main, you know, but is, is, is your nose numb to that, or do you get that every day when you walk in here? That's a great question, honestly. Oh, Michael! I, hate, I know everyone says that all the time to you. You hear that all the time. But you, it's the truth. You're a poet of questions. You're, yeah. That's what uh. you do. And no, I, I, intend, I have sincerely apply myself to stay aware of all the incidentals, all the little things. Yeah. That's really the sincere effort every day, not to lose touch of that. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good point, too, because it would be easy to do so. So you have the experience. You have the foresight. Let's fast forward now. You've been here for how long? Uh, well, we're coming on a year. So oh, it was ju- June, June okay. 20th. Okay. So it's coming towards a year. Okay. So almost wow. experienced all the seasons. We're looking forward to summer rolling in. Yeah. yeah. So. And what has that been like? What has the learning experience been? Because as I know you agree, you learn every time you're doing something. Even though you have this vast experience of, of being in the restaurant business, it's all new, right? It's all kind of coming back full circle and you don't know what to expect since the pandemic. So what have you witnessed that you have realized like, okay, I have a year in now. Here's where I go moving forward. You know, I, I make new mistakes every single sure. day, Rachel, and I humble myself, and every day truly is a learning process. Yeah. So far as where to go into the future, it's really a, really a persistent call to, yeah. to honor every guest that comes in and be, uh, you know, we, as a team, as we learn to dance together, we step on each other's toes a little <laughs> bit less and learn to move with a little bit more efficiency and build trust with our, our, our guests sure. and uh, network with their friends and families. And, you know, you know, so far as it goes, the goal is to develop loyalty and to be regarded as a place to celebrate life's special occasions here. As you did. I did, yeah. I mean, clearly, <laughs> you know, we came in October and I've told everyone I can. Of course, we knew you ahead of time, but I came because my parents wanted authentic Italian food. Like that was the, you know, that was the situation for their 50th. And I wanted a place that my immediate family could feel like they were a family. And you delivered. I mean, every box was checked. It's supposed to feel like a basement at your grandmother's house. Exactly, yes. And really that level of comfort. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the food that you guys have here. We watched them cut the pizza with scissors. That's our favorite uh, part. I love the fact that the pizza is amazing. But pizza is not the only thing you have here. People can come in first. You can come in here and sit down and eat. Or you can just grab it to go. Gelato, pizza. You make your own pasta here. So take us through the gamut of what you do here. Well, this is Pittsburgh, so we do whatever it takes every day. Okay. There's a lot of different doors to walk in, and wherever you walk in, you're welcome. At 2016 Smallman Street, you enter for dining service, and it's traditional sit-down full service. Connected to that, we've got a lovely atrium with a free play foosball table, so it's always fun to play a little bit of foosball and socialize and get a little competitive over there. If you walk in on 21st Street, you either enter to Gelato and Pizza, where you can have quick serve pizza and quick serve gelato if you have just a moment for a bite and to be on with your way Uh, we actually also sometimes fold pizzas in half and wrap them in wax paper which i think is a very smallman street pamani style yeah uh natured thing like like grab and go kind of thing right grab and go and and then we have quick serve gelato where you can taste any gelato you like out of the case that we make here on site uh keenan does a, and Amy do a fantastic job making all of our gelato 
and uh, we make all of our pasta fresh and you can witness that being made right on site at 5221st Street and then if you walk in at 5421st Street we've got a wonderful copper top bar and the most talented staff that can make any drinks that you like and uh, we make a lot of fun drinks with gelato because uh, the gelato is so that. spectacular. Uh, John, we might so have to have a there's gelato no wrong drink. door to come in and uh, any door you come in you're welcome and you're gonna meet wonderful people here you know it's a true story because we came in as you said on the what side John Smallman What's, Smallman side and when we came you know I'm not I proximity challenge and then we came around because John wanted pizza it was what like two months ago mm -hmm. for us to take home to our families and I had not realized when I was here for my event that there, this all existed. The bar is gorgeous. That area where the pizza is and the gelato is gorgeous. And you're right, like there's so many different entrances that you can really satisfy anybody who's coming to the Strip District for the first time or the person who makes their shopping list on the regular, right? And you can take pasta home and give it as gifts or enjoy yeah. an elevated dinner with your family. And we package up all of the sauces, the divine oh sauce God. and the marinara. Whatever we can make for. And they, are these recipes truly your family recipes, you know, from way back? Or have Good they question. sort of evolved? The answer is yes. Yes. So certainly uh, when my father used to build pizza huts for a living. So, right. And then he'd buy commercial buildings and prove them and create these beautiful spaces. And mom and dad and all of us would operate the restaurants. And so it started out very much... Uh, my father driving wow. the menu and then ultimately it evolves based on what's available in the market right but the spirit of Papa Jay's is something we are true to because our guests hold us accountable every day yeah. right. they've had experiences over the last 30 some years so uh, you know we have to keep quality up and just improve and evolve oh all That's, of the time. That, I feel like you do that better than anyone I know, truthfully. Again, the quality is kind. amazing. The, the fact that you guys are a successful family and remained here in Pittsburgh, you know, you didn't didn't pack up and move to someplace different, someplace sunny, right? I love the fact that you're still dedicated to the Pittsburgh mission and the Pittsburgh way. John, I can't help it. It's really, yeah. we find a great satisfaction and really the commitment to the store is to activate or participate in the strip district activation yeah. and you know I'm, I'm involved in the you know we're integrated into the community mm -hmm. with all the families as co-owners of, of, of different owners of properties we know each other our hope for generations and I feel a diligence to responsibly activate this special yeah. place here um, and he means so, it well, I'm telling God, yeah, you he means it he, is, he speaks from the heart right. and you can feel it every time right. you come in Michael, thank you so much for hosting us here today. What uh, We're going to have a smattering of guests. They're sitting behind us. If you're watching the video, our guests are behind us, and we're going to share some food with They're them. They're here because John promised them pizza. My I'm, I got to tell yeah, you. Right, I'm going to bring you some samples. As, All right. So My big ready. question is, the old days of Papa Jay's in Carnegie, they had these garlic balls, like, soaked in butter or something. I don't know what they were. Do, are we? You know, whenever Julia Child, even Julia Child identifies that, butter is magic yes and so yeah the garlic balls are fresh baked bread rolls laced with roasted garlic yes. butter and we do feature them often on the weekends okay but you know the oftentimes the equipment is the chef and sure. uh, the equipment that okay. you have determines the menu okay so i don't have a convection conveyor oven to quick proof uh, okay. the garlic rolls just the same as we used to but i'm listening and yeah. as we take we will evolve and as you know if it, wow. We'll see if it ends up as a resident on the menu. All right. You all guys right. are awesome. It'll be a special request for John's 50th birthday. 
was waiting to see what you said. <laughs> Michael, will be where, so. where can everybody find you and follow you so that they can come down and experience this as well? Well, right here at 2016 Smallman's my favorite place to meet friends. Otherwise, the Papa J's website is papajs.com. That's and social media as well. You're on Facebook and Instagram. Right. Listen, we love it and we want you to experience it. Come down. Just say, hey, you Jagoff sent me. You never know what will happen. Maybe we'll just kind of come around the corner. But yeah. in the meantime, our question of the day, I had to go a little bit Italian and a little bit because John has never seen the Godfather movies. So, Michael, what is your favorite? Yeah, right? Please don't hold that against what me, Michael. What is your favorite Italian movie of all time? I mean, it's Godfather 2. It really? Was, you know, watching the Godfather movies with my father was like taking a college course. Right. <laughs> exactly. And my dear partner, whom I, I treasure, has never seen this. We yeah. need to make this happen. Yeah. I, I've never seen Godfather 3, though. Me either. <laughs> the 2 is the best. I feel like you. I've seen all of the movies just from all the clips that people refer to, <laughs> but I have never seen the movies. But I, to my, if I could jump in, I did see the um, Robert De Niro, the Irish... The Irishman, or is that what it's called? What is it called? You saw The Irishman, but that's not what we're talking about. You saw Bronx Tale. No, no. The Irishman was okay. the, was yeah. about him being in the, in the mafia. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I did see that one, but I have not seen the the, uh, the Godfather Why does the yet. Irish guy bring up the Irish movie during the it's Italian just, question? It's just about powerful people. That's yeah. all. What just happened? <laughs> Michael, Michael, we love you. Thank you so much for your hospitality. You. Delighted, friends. Thank, thank you. So thank you. So here we are. It's still back at Papa Jay's here, and Jessica is our first guest. Michael was pretty awesome. Did you get a chance to meet Michael? I did. Okay. I did. Don't you feel yeah. so welcomed when you he walk in? He seems very friendly. Yes. Like over the top. You right. feel like yeah. you're in his living room. Yeah. You know when you're yes. here. You feel like you've been right. here a million times. It's yeah. Like cheers. Immediately ask me for what do I want to drink? Yes. <laughs> and you said I'll have um, prosecco or what does she have? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, we're so happy to have you. The irony here is Pittsburgh is six degrees of separation. Tracy and I have been dear friends with Nicole Driscoll for a lot of years, who has certainly been a supporter of the podcast. She has told us about you and your unique business, and we were like, we need to know more about this. And here we are since 2011. Who knew that you had been around? So tell us about your business, The Preferred Nanny. Okay. So, well, first of all, thanks for having me on Absolutely. here. After, you know, the, we, I know we made a couple connections over the past couple yeah. years. Finally, here I am. But, um, you know, you only came because it was pizza and espresso martinis, but no one's yeah. calling you out. <laughs> and it was super close to home. So yeah, right. Even better. Even right. better. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so my business partner, Jill, who couldn't be here today because she's sick, um, the two of us were lifelong friends. We grew up together in the same neighborhood. Our parents were like besties and we were best friends and we grew up together. Millville, right? Yes. Okay. Millville. So uh, right, right across the bridge. Right. But um, we both kind of like took the same path, the career path into childcare. And 12 years ago, she said to me, you know what? We're both nannies, both want to be moms. Well, I was already a mom. She was working on being a mom. She's like, we should help parents connect with nannies and sitters. Like we'd be really good at that. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. We would be really good at that. So we started. And was this like a conversation over coffee? Like just kind of two gals yeah, hanging yeah, out, just right? Like two friends hanging yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. So we were like, all right, what do we do to get this started? And we started the LLC back in 2011. And 
I'm not gonna lie, the pandemic is what really boosted our business because everybody wanted in-home care at that time. But oh, wow. um, we love it. Like we're sort of like a matchmaking service, but for families and childcare. And that's what we do and we love it. I jokingly referred to it as the babysitters club prior to us sure. you know, coming on because if you're in my age group and you're mid forties, certainly not approaching the other F word decade, um, <laughs> you remember the babysitters club series of books. And it's a, it's a true story. It was the business model that all teenagers lived after, right? Like, right. how can I make money safely, effectively and learn from it, you know, right. and not have to go somewhere and, and work in fast food or something of that nature. And that's really how it evolved. You guys took that model a step further and said, like, this is a clear need in our economy, right? Yes. And, and, you know, I certainly don't have any reason to debate, but there was a time when my first was born in the early 2000s. You were this horrible mother if you worked, right? There oh, was right. this time frame that you were just this terrible mother. But the reality was women were really gaining ground in the workforce and they needed help. And so you guys saw that that became a thing more and more as women gathered a name yes. for themselves more. And now kudos to you because you took that business model a step further. Yeah. And also like the nanny community has grown significantly in oh, Pittsburgh. Sure. Like it's becoming very much like New York City at this point. And being a nanny is a career. Like it is, people aren't going into that field because it's a stepping stone to get to somewhere else. They're mm -hmm. going into that field because you can make good money as a nanny right. too. Like it is a career choice and Pittsburgh is finally growing that way and it's wonderful. Right. right. <laughs> what are the steps if somebody's watching and thinks they're pretty good at this, they're, with their life cycle is pretty much they, oh, I could be a nanny now. I've, mm -hmm. My kids are out of the house, I'd like to do this. Are there certain certifications, certain qualifications? Uh, how does somebody be considered to be a nanny? Sure. Under your I mean, everyone that comes to our agency has to have three years of prior childcare experience. Okay. So something, I mean, unfortunately, we don't consider just being a mom your professional childcare experience, but okay. like something like maybe you were a babysitter, or you did, you cared for other people's kids, or you worked at a daycare, or you were a teacher for a you know a bit of time. Um, just as long as you have some sort of childcare background. But we do also offer a mentor program. So if you come to us and you don't have a lot of experience, we have volunteer nannies who will mentor you and help you to learn all the tools so that you can become a nanny too. Is wow. being a nanny harder today because there's so much going on with, you know, three kids, one's going to baseball, one's going to soccer, one's going sure. to wherever. I'm glad that my as life a, can be a model for you. As opposed to, you know, <laughs> I think of like the old days, you know, they sat and they, they watched a movie, you know, maybe went to a movie, got some popcorn, got it, went out to eat, but they're just... Families seem to be running in 20 directions yes. in yes. every day. So is it harder to be a nanny at this point? I think that's where it comes down to it is a career because it mm. is a hard job. Like okay. you are, you're multitasking, you're juggling the kids, you're doing some household management things at the same time. Nannies aren't just sitting around, like you said, watching TV on yeah. our phones. They're right. actually doing things during the day. Yeah. Educating the children, you know, anything developmental, they're working on that with all the kids. So they, they are essentially... An early education teacher yes within mm -hmm. someone's home correct oh, yes. yeah I, that's another question yeah. are they yeah so do they need to have some experience at least in teaching kids true not, education not like, necessarily like kind of not no? necessarily okay. because we do offer those tools too okay. to the nannies so that and I mean everybody's coming into a job at a different age so some nannies are starting with families with infants others have school-aged kids it really just depends but um 
But yeah, yeah. Well, do they have to have have special secret service driving techniques for minivans? Oh my God, Do they go through an EVOC course or something like that? No, just a clean driving history. Just a clean driving history. John cannot do it. That's where he fails. Well, wait, clean car. I would fail a clean car, yeah. No, not a clean car. Oh God, no mother has a clean car, so we don't expect it. But, you know, when I was reading up about you, obviously on the website, it was... What I find so interesting is that you're matching. So it's not just this process where you're like, you're good, you're in, okay, let's go. You are literally saying case by case, this person needs, right? Right, yeah, we're job specific recruitment. So once a family signs on to help have us help them find somebody, that's when we start the process of interviewing those nannies. Now we may have some people that could be interested that we feel like could be a good fit, but we're like specifically interviewing for that family once they sign on. Because families have specific needs. And I know some of them, like speaking to women, well, and I want to point out, not just women are nannies, right? No, we have mannies. Yes, I love that there are mannies. Yes, yes. But um, so now that we've put the kibosh to that, uh, it's a point that women have specific needs of what they want, right? So you yeah. might say, I'm out because I don't have a car or I can't drive you exactly. to this place, but yeah. I can do this. Yeah, we're and working can- with a family now that specifically wants a Spanish fluent speaking nanny, right. right? So like that's a small niche community here in Pittsburgh right. that we have to sort like sought out and try to find, um, which we do. And we love, that's my biggest love of the job is I like the challenge. I like the challenge of trying to find that perfect person for somebody and they stay with that family long term and they love them. Like yeah. they become a part of their family. I love so. it. Wow. Yeah. Boy, kudos to you yeah. for really seeing the need and seizing it and not just kind of blanket statementing that, hey, this is just for somebody who can watch my kid. There's a right. lot that goes right. into it. And kudos to parochial Pittsburgh for adopting this because it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent by having a name. Oh, sure. And right? exactly. like she said, because like people so did think that. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was a product when I look now and I look back at my 20 year old and I think, had I started working full force in the workforce at that time, I'd probably be better off financially. But at the time, it didn't work for me, and that's okay. But we live in a society now that there isn't that judgment, that the no. stigma that used to be. It's normal. It's the yeah. normal now Correct. for both yeah. parents to yeah. be working. For sure. yeah. yeah. Now, one step further, you have something called the sitter source. Yes. Okay, I, so yes. what is that? So that is, we just started that about a year ago, and it is an app-based babysitting service. So it sort of runs like Uber runs, but for babysitting. Brilliant. Yes. This is brilliant. Yeah, so yeah. families sign on, nannies and sitters fill out their forms, and then they just connect on there. Um, a family just puts in a, I need a babysitter Saturday night from 10 to 2 or whatever, and then somebody just picks it up. Addie no, they all have to be screened. They're all my screened. Daughter, I'm going to push her. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is such a... It's a no-brainer that no one capitalized on, and you guys did, and I, I just think it's brilliant. And I love hearing the fact that it was so organic in the sense that you had a couple of drinks together, oh, you yeah. talked about it, and here you are, right? <laughs> I got to give props to my business partner for that. She's yeah. the one that was like, hey, let's do this. We can do well, this, yeah. And so go to business for a second here. You knew what you wanted to do. What have you learned from starting a business? You know, I mean, you know what you want to do, but then there's accounting, there's marketing, there's all these things. What was the most difficult? part of as far as starting oh business. marketing for sure yeah, oh right? 100% okay. because it's 
it's like such a small community of people in Pittsburgh that were looking for nannies at the time that we started. We didn't know how to market them. Like there okay. was, we tried everything and mm. like the, it's word of mouth that gets your business out there. So yeah. here, 12 years later, that is our biggest marketing yeah. tool, but marketing was so hard at the beginning. Okay. Oh, Very nice. difficult. Nice. Yes. So and now, you, but wait, the, the model grew right to other cities. Yes. Yeah. So we just branched to Atlanta, Georgia and um, Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. If women want to start a business or anybody wants to start a business, would you would be open to having those discussions? Absolutely. Down how to scale Absolutely. up because you clearly have done that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. We we love talking about what we do and, and supporting yeah. other small businesses nice. along the way. Where does yes. everybody find you guys online? Where? At www.thepreferrednanny.com. Nice. <laughs> Easy enough. Nice. We love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks what about, for having Do you me. have a social media presence as well? Yes. We are on Facebook, Instagram. I believe we have a Twitter out there somewhere. Okay. But <laughs> and what is the app so that they are aware? It's just called The Sitter Source. Oh, my God. You can download it from Google Play and your Apple Play Store, yeah. Nice. What an amazing thing. We're so glad we finally connected. Yeah. We said we have to have you back on whenever your partner is available so that we can talk to you. Oh, sure. Yeah, we would love that. Anytime. Such a good Before product. We let you go, I love we meeting a, you all. Well, we have a question of the day. Oh, all right. Question dun, of the dun, day. Dun. Well, look where we are. We're, we're in the midst of the most amazing Italian restaurant. Like, cue the, um, what's the song in Italian restaurant? From Billy oh, Joel, Billy right? Joel, yeah. Oh, I love that song. Oh, my God, me too. So, <laughs> what is your absolute favorite Italian movie? Movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. I guess themed. The Godfather. T- I mean... This is John shaming. Because John has never seen it. He doesn't yeah. mean it. He doesn't mean it. He has no time. But right. it was a good You don't one. have any time. No. Yeah. Did you like one or two better? Oh, I don't even know if I've seen two, to okay. be honest. One. And no one has seen three. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. We all quit after two because it was a slam dunk. Uh, Jessica, thank you so much thank for joining us. So thank you, guys. Appreciate Go have it. some pizza. Oh, what is this? Oh, my God. They just Jessica's made like, gelato hot seat right time. Michael is... Oh, my. Look at these spoons. I just love this uh, milk chocolate (gasps) with olive oil and layer it into the sweet cream ice gelato right as it it comes out of the machine. So, bon appetito. Enjoy. It's so cold. I got one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Monica. Oh. Monica, we can't talk right now. Anybody want to come in and talk? Yeah. Uh, Can you finish hosting? (laughs) <laughs> this is delicious. Oh, oh my gosh. So that was so good. Wow. <laughs> How about he do? He just walks up with a whole tray of gelato. That's so like pieces of well, chocolate thank you, thank you guys. Oh Who is next? Wow, Joey Glassburner. All right, Joe, come on up. So as we uh, introduce our next guest, we have to tell the story that Joe <laughs> Joe was on a podcast pretty much two blocks from where I live, and he was in a suit and a tie. <laughs> he looked and, uh, so handsome. We talked to him and everything. So one day I came out of my car and I'm sweaty and I have all my hockey equipment and there's this guy holding a weed whacker and I don't know what he's up to and he goes, "Hey man, you play hockey? I like to play hockey." Starts chatting about hockey. And then he finally goes, you don't recognize me, do you? Which is my standard thing anyways. Anyways, Especially if I'm not there, to give him context clues. 
There were no context clues. Joe was holding a weed whacker, not in a suit. So welcome back to the Ajaga Podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Did you at least explain why he's here and what he does? Yeah. So Joe is in charge of the Brighton Heights Citizens Federation. Did I get that right? That's correct. And uh, you guys do all these wonderful things over in the Brighton Heights area, which I love living in the Brighton Heights area. And so we just have to work on a bar that I can walk to. Not because I need anything immediately, but it just would be cool. Anyways. Joe, can you make that happen? Bar restaurant. By Monday? That's the biggest hot topic. Everyone's like, can you get a bar restaurant? Oh, they want a bar. I mean, they want one, but it's limited in its competition (laughs) of where we could get that arranged. I got you. But the Brighton Heights area is so cool. You literally drop down and get on 65 and go anywhere in the city that you want. In the meantime, you go for a walk two blocks and you see these beautiful houses that have been restored. And California Coffee, the little pizza oh place, um, Tom Friday's Market. I mean, I feel like I'm in a little bit of a New York City neighborhood when I'm over there. So I love it there, to be honest with you. So what's happening over there that you guys are working on? Well, yeah. So uh, like John said, I'm the president of the Brighton Heights Citizens Federation. Um, it's our nonprofit community group, uh, what we call RCO, Registered Community Organization with the city of Pittsburgh. And um, off our mission statement, it's just basically, I say all things community. We do uh, community initiatives for uh, teens, young adults. We advocate for residents. We host community meetings uh, with elected officials and um, different events that are... We had the cleanup event uh, for Earth Day. We do that. We do that in September. We do a house tour. So basically bringing all residents together on top of uh, helping them work with uh, aid from the city. Uh, We help help a little bit of the city with their departments. Some of the things that they do go a little bit further and get the uh, outreach out. So we got a public safety portions and things like that. So um, it's a good way to get involved. There's always a lot of volunteer options. Um, different things that you want to get, new initiatives you want to get started. We have some of those coming up, um, and uh, we could you could check us out on BrightonHeights.org. But today I have uh, Build Your Wealth in the Trades. That's what I'm working on. It's my own initiative, um, being a community group leader, but also being in the Local 5 Electricians Union. Um, I decided to start an initiative for some of our teens and young adults that um, aren't sure about what the type of money and the careers and the benefits and the good paying jobs that are available to them uh, through the union trade. So uh, the event, it's the third annual um, and we're going to be on May, at May 13th in Brighton Heights um, at the New Life Family Worship Church. And what we do is, so it's a hands-on learning, uh, exploration of the building trades. Uh, teens and young adults ages 13 to 21 can sign up um, via the Eventbrite link um, on our website or our Facebook page. Uh, there will be a Facebook event uh, at Brighton Heights Citizens Federation Facebook or, again, brightonheights.org. So what we'll do is we'll, um, this year it's kind of cool, we have a food fridge initiative we're launching, uh, which that's a separate initiative, like I said, some of the things we do. Uh, It's a food fridge where we're going to build a little structure for it, a wooden structure, uh, put an electrical outlet in it, and do some outside exterior lighting around this food fridge. And what the food fridge mission is, is uh, separately, is to reduce food insecurity among residents. So we're going to source donations from 412 Food Rescue, uh, Trader Joe's, different organizations that would have food waste. And we're going to get into that fridge, and then we're going to get it into the... uh, into families' houses, so it's really accessible. They can come up and take food as they need it. So that's the food Joe, fridge. I yeah. know. Stop. Joe. Is he how, good or what? Remember how, when he first came wait, on? How in when the Joe world, came on three months ago, he stop. was like, yeah. what? I mean, it's a lot. How in the world do you have time to work a real job? <laughs> right. Right? Exactly. So, yeah, all this. Now, let me ask you a quick question. For, this, the, uh, for the trade thing, 
just kids from the Brighton Heights can come, or no, anybody could come to. No, that's what I tell you. We're not inclusive of the Brighton Heights. Uh, we've had residents yeah. uh, like the first year we had people from Ross Township Reserve. Um, a lot of them are from the um, the the school on 65 in Emsworth. Um, okay. So a lot of different yeah. families come. Uh, we say all throughout the North Side, but we're not going to turn anyone away. That the, the mission is to get these opportunities out to these teens and young young adults. So yeah, it's for and anyone. I would say people bring your kids there because one, get ready to be sucked in when you get to Brighton Heights because when you go there and you bring Such your kid down area. there, you'll be yeah. like, oh what? And uh, I mean, it's it's and spend take a minute after you do this thing to go walk around Brighton Heights because you get a sandwich over at Tom Friday's. You can get some coffee at California Friday or California coffee. But just walk around and the the history of the houses is so amazing. Yeah, the housing, the housing stock is one of the things that brings a lot of people. And you're not going to see any houses like that other than pretty much in the city, specifically the north side, just the way they're built, uh, the brick. The detail, the stained yes. glass windows, the hardwood floors. Um, when you come in, it's it's warm and charming, and you will feel that warmth anytime you step into one of those houses. Which our house tour is going to be in September this year, so we'll have a nice like a lineup around eight or ten houses where you can tour, buy tickets, um, kick it off. Should be nice, warm, good season in September for that. Nice. So when I saw Joey, you know, full disclosure, I saw him at an event not too long ago, and he was telling me about the Fridge Initiative and. As a former Brighton Heights resident, I did not know that there was even a need for there to be one. But let's face it, there is such a need in so many of our community pockets throughout Western Pennsylvania who are facing the same thing. And the fact that you have that initiative of like, where does it go? Where is it centrally located for people to really have access? And the fact that you're pulling in the trades to kind of have that other, what a networking and like collaborative opportunity right yeah. yeah i mean that's why we said like we used to build things and to build your wealth we'd build something build a wall tear it down i said wait a second let's build something that's going to stay so right. la- last year we um for the church we built a wooden picnic bench and we did some electrical skits like that i said hold on i don't want to break anything back down why why waste our time our energy and our resources let's build something that's going to stay so i think that's kind of what we're going to do we're going to upgrade or build something each year for whether a church or a nonprofit that's in brighton heights so that mm-hmm. our work doesn't go to waste. The kids can learn in a, um, a real setting that something, that installation And Joe, how do you decide what is the next project? Is that something like if they're going to the Brighton Heights meetings that they can kind of see what the need is? Yeah, so we have a small committee. A lot of times I work specifically with just a handful of people and we'll say, okay, how about this this year? And this year, this, this food fridge. Uh, and I got to give a shout out to the Emma Munson Foundation. Michael Munson uh, tragically lost his daughter some some number of years ago. So he started a foundation in her name. And they do a lot of uh, community things uh, for teens, for young adults. They have a mission you can look at on their website. But he came to me through um, a a free Halloween costume shop at my child's daycare down in Providence, uh, down on the north side. And I said, I'm a community group leader. And he said, well, could you get me? We're we're trying to get these food fridges. we got free food fridges. We decorate them. We commission an artist. It's, it's all on our organization, all on the Emma Munson Foundation, if you can organize placing it. And it, it's been probably over a year, but it took some time, and that's when I decided. Uh, we got the carpenters. We have the local five electricians and the carpenters union to build these things. So we're going to build that structure, put the electric in. Um, but the main thing is I want to see if just if you know any teens ages 13 to 21, mm. get them signed up. Bring your kids, um, bring your parent or your guardian, anyone you want to bring that wants to get involved um, just so we can 
get our numbers up because we're going to go through it. We're going to get the donations. We're going to get it all paid for. We're going to go through the motions. But what we need is we need to have the teens there to really have their eyes opened up to the uh, career and the, the money and they can make. what will that day look like? The old kind of walk around and see different tables of things will they get will they yeah. do some hands-on what yeah will that so pretty on? much i call it like an exploration of the building trade so what they'll do is we'll come in and uh they're going to be able to select if they want to work with like the carpentry track or the electrical track so whatever the um, participants choose in the beginning stages we're going to go right to work we'll have all the supplies all the wood all the uh, electrical materials all the tools there so they'll either begin building what's like a little shed with a roof, with uh, some doors, some shelves, that'll house the fridge, or they'll be able to work with the electrical portion. We're gonna uh, do some electrical outlets, uh, the outlet for the fridge, some outside exterior lighting, wire some lights, uh, show them how to make those installations. And then after that, last thing is we uh, will have lunch and then we'll have paperwork on um, construction opportunities, whether wow. it's union or a non-union. Yeah. We have some electrical uh, contractors in the neighborhood and some carpentry general contractors in the neighborhood that are looking. If you're 18, you want to start working, you want to start That's getting into that. Cool. Or if you want to get into a local five or any really all union trade apprenticeships, there's opportunities to see how you start that career. John, is Joe wow. Klasbrenner our um, token person now for... Jeff Novers? Yeah, for the Builders Guild, right? <laughs> Builders right, right. Guild. We I run their social. That. We yeah. need you. Builders Let's make Guild this work. And you know, the I'll say this now. I don't mean to interrupt, but I'll say this now. I'm going to put this out to Team Pittsburgh because I think Team Pittsburgh Deck Hockey there are so many kids there who Ton. could really benefit yeah. from this. So I'll let's get, get a, a social media message out just to see. Our flyers are like, so yeah, that's going to be coming out. There's a UR code on there. You just scan the UR code anywhere they're at. It pulls you up to the Eventbrite. If you could register on that, it okay. gives you all the details. If not, you can call brightonheights.org. Our phone number's on the website. You just call, leave a message, say, hey, I'm interested or I'd like to sign up. No pre-register is necessary, but that just gives a, he a heads up. Sure, yeah. Don't be a wow. typical yinzer and just wait to see if it's going to rain that day. Just sign up. Just I mean, register yeah. for it, right? Yeah. Or last year. Yeah. Last year it was like 90. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, you never well, know. And Rachel just brought up the other fact I'll just sell you on Brighton Heights again is that literally there's a park, Marmaduke Park, and there's a hockey rink there that's sometimes used by Team Pittsburgh, but it's wide open for your dog. It's wide open for your kids to go down there. The whole park, there's a sprinkler in the summer. Again, yep. Totally cool standard of living right in Brighton Heights. Yeah, Brighton Heights. And everyone says, well, you got so much good stuff. And like, I hate to be cliche, but like one of the best things we have is our people. I mean, you got John, the host of this in our neighborhood. We got, we got <laughs> I'm not uh, very friendly. EMS union presidents in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got people with the Wait, let's drop a big one. You know who lives on Cooper Street? Gus from Gus uh, and Yaya. Boom! Does you he's, Gus. he's a Pittsburgh legend and he's right there. <laughs> pound fact, for pound. Gus tried to sell me a house next to him on his <laughs> he street. Really he's did. like, you gotta buy that house. I'm like, he's Gus, I don't want a house here. <laughs> yeah. So on top of all the physical buildings of brick and mortar, we got some real people and that's what makes it. That's what makes Michael, our community group. We got some strong volunteers. Oh, yeah. What's Joe, Michael have? Joe you have to take a break go. for all some gelato. This is our gelato break. There you go. Michael is bringing us gelato. Fresh cappuccino gelato. Oh, I love oh coffee. My God. It's, not too, it's just the right taste. Just I love cappuccino. Not acidic, not Thank too burnt. Thank you. Oh my I'm going to be back cappuccino. down here shortly. Right? Delicious. Thank you. And at the bar, we pour oh Guinness on top of that. Mm. 
Oh. Yeah, it's delicious. Two of my favorite things, cappuccino oh, and Guinness. And wow. I love the fact that Tracy and Monica are on the opposite side of our microphones. They are like, us. Those sons of bees keep getting to taste all this Here stuff. Comes. Here comes Michael now. <laughs> Joe, we just have to stop you to try things. Yeah. It's an amazing experience, Yeah, Michael's right? great. He's just oh on my time. Michael, I don't even like coffee, but that tastes Thank really you. good, right? So good. Wow. I had that before, though. I got to tell you. Okay. Thank Joe, you, you Joe. are amazing. I love seeing young people like you leading these civic organizations that need more people and more, you know, support. So thank you for coming on. Thank Where you. does everybody find you and follow you one more time? Uh, BrightonHeights.org is our website, and uh, it's getting a serious revamp. We've got a great uh, new infusion of volunteers who have the IT capabilities and skills. Um, I'm going to shout them out in our next newsletter, but um, they really brought our website to life. Um, eBlast, we're getting good on that. So. A lot of strong volunteers are coming forward on all aspects, and all that does is, is help us do more for the residents. So I really appreciate everyone there. But BrightonHeights.org or Brighton Heights Citizens Federation on Facebook. Mike, Tracy told Jesus. us that you may need a donation, so jagoffs yeah. are in. Michael nice. is Thank going you. to bring a bun- <laughs> Michael is going to bring some gelato down, and we're going to sell it on the corner. Did you ask him the question of the day? We did not. Oh, I, did I didn't get to cheat this so, time. It's no cheating. Are you ready? I heard the question last time, and I knew. This I was is a tough one. Off the cuff. Favorite Italian movie. Goodfellas. Oh wow, that's uh, another good one. I wanna, we had two it's Godfathers. All related so far. Did you see Goodfellas yet? <laughs> I did see good films. Oh, thank yeah. God. I mean, it's yeah. it's definitely rated R, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, some yeah. Italian. There's some stuff. <laughs> Joe, thank you for coming on. We thank always you appreciate so much. You. Make sure you enjoy some pizza or something. I will. This gets we more fun every time. Waiting. Thank you. Uh, thank you. So we'll eat and talk. John and I have this down to a silence. A silence. A science. So John will eat while I talk. So Taylor, we had you on our radio show about a month ago. You are known as the heart advocate. We want to know more about that, obviously. But I wasn't around for the interview, and I was very disappointed. But I was around for the aftermath of seeing your adorable seven-year-old daughter, who certainly has been bitten by the uh, performance bug. And she so was talented. so ecstatic to hear that you were on the radio. Yeah. And it, was, it just brought my heart joy to know that, you know, every little bit truly helps to get the word out on mm-hmm. things like your advocacy. So talk to us a little bit about what the Heart Advocate is. So it is a self-love safe space it's a primarily it started virtually but um, as a blog to help individuals understand what self-love is and to choose self-love as a coping skill Uh, and so a lot of that began with my inner work and so after college finding out I was pregnant I started the heart advocate formerly it was called ladyhood journey actually we've had a name change um, but it was a blog. It was a me on social media venting, sharing my experiences, trying to encourage people to share their stories as well, um, and really wanting to know what self-love felt like and like how to practice it and how to prioritize it. So it started with me having to do that work in my own life. So I found the Path of Self-Love School. They actually gifted me the opportunity to go through their courses for free which was phenomenal because it was thousands of dollars that I couldn't afford as a single mother. And so, you know, after weeping about how grateful I was, I went through their Foundations of Self-Love course and I, I, you know, was taught self-love in a way that I had never seen on social media, that I was never able to Google 
And now I help, you know, individuals understand what that is while still being a student and practicing self-love in my own life. Well, let me ask you this. Like, this is so challenging, and I feel like we could talk to you for two hours about this. (laughs) But self-love, you know, we always talk about, like, in my family, my parents never told us they loved us. They never said, I love you. Mm. But we knew they loved us, Mm. right? right? Mm -hmm. So, So, you know, go fast forward here. So I've never felt, but in the meantime... Is it, is it about that or is it more about once you get through life and you're at a certain stage, mm. you feel like depression or you feel like, wow, not like the nobody likes me, everybody hates me, guess I'll go eat worms song, okay. but the fact is you're you're just feeling inside that, wow, I don't know where to turn in life. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. kind of where this all plays into? You know, I think it's all of what you said because it starts when we're young and yes. what we're taught is what we, what we know. It's what we end up practicing you know, as we grow up. And so if you're not encouraged or encouraged too much, you know, that could shape the trajectory of how you feel and what you feel about yourself. Sure. So I do know that we can't talk about self-love if we're not talking about self-worth and the value that you place on your life and the value that you place on your life and the value that I place on my life that will shift how I self-care how I trust myself, how confident I am in myself, you know, and respecting myself and all of these things that are a part of practicing self-love strengthen the self-worth and that value that you place on your life. But it does start very young. So it's funny that you say that because I think the, the point that my takeaway is, and I can only say it as a mother or as a female, we are in the caregiver role. Now that caregiver role has changed genetically. Um, Hmm. You know, more it, it, in our day, right? It was the females' sort of role to take on. Mm. The the mom was the caretaker. That whole that whole synergy changed, I think, where it's a joint effort. If you're in a relationship with whomever, male, female, whatever it is, because so much has changed. Gender equity has changed. All those kinds of things. So the way that role changed changed that person's response. So as a mom, even though my pressure from an Italian family was, you're the caretaker, you're the one who figures it all out. Mm -hmm. That's a true story. But Mm -hmm. I think we're coming into ages where people are helping us to kind of see that. But women in general, I think we're so used to being like, I'm good. There were so many things that we weren't given the privilege to to do, to participate in, or to be seen as equal in society. And then when we think about the racial disparity there's even a greater Mm -hmm. lack of value on self for black and brown communities and so it is so important that we acknowledge these shifts in our society and highlight things like um the the different genders that exist and highlight that women can also do things that men historically have been told that they're only allowed to do and how that shifts that value that you place on your life so now we have more individuals who are being self-aware and accepting who they are, what right. they see when they look in the mirror, and being able to be compassionate with that at the same time. So this is more about the acceptance of someone else telling you that you have worth and figuring out <laughs> yourself, correct though? You because know what it is? I relied on, my, on so many people to tell me that I had worth that now, and I'm not in a, you know, in you a have situation. to believe that yourself. You have to believe first. it yourself. That's yes. what you're getting us to. Yes. So it doesn't matter how many people tell me that. Yes. I have the confidence to, to know that yes. I do have worth. You know what I believe? I believe that we're all born with that. Okay. 
and then our society strips that from us uh, and it's okay. a getting back to mm. what was already there okay. from the moment you were born well you know it's interesting Fair. like i think of the pittsburgher upbringing you know the steelworker kind of mm. mentality you know we just get up and put your pants on i don't care if you're depressed <laughs> i don't care yep. if you're hungry oh, yes. sure. get up and go to work you're That's fine right That's like right. don't you're yeah you're fine mm-hmm. yeah. right so it's okay to take it's well, it's a different thought in our parochial pittsburgh thinking yeah. to be able to say all right i do need to stop and think of myself and it's okay if my child or my spouse my significant other goes and does something else while i take 15 minutes to myself to pull myself together absolutely right yeah we have more boundaries we have more people going to therapy we have more people considering self-care and Mm. trying not to see it as selfish Mm -hmm. that i'm not a robot i'm a human being i have to take care of this vessel Mm. if i want to take care of all the things that i'm responsible for and that i love to do Mm. you know i'm a self-love therapist that goes to therapy you know, I believe that counselors need counseling, therapy, social workers need social yeah. workers. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we all are humans. And so, you know, it's important for each of us to value self enough to say, I deserve self-care. I deserve to be compassionate to myself. All right, this myself. is a whammy of a question because yes. you're right, right? That you're is talking so- to the one, like, <laughs> I should just step back because you're, you're talking to the one, Rachel, who does who takes drinking. care of everybody right and when and she feels guilty by just going to get her hair done right and that is 10 minutes you sound side. like most of but, the people right? i work with especially so, the women so this is the one like i should just step out of the conversation and have the counseling session start and just i'll run the atm card and you just charge us whatever <laughs> yeah we, there you right? go right no but that you're you know we we yeah. live this right yeah yeah so well, i guess then and i appreciate that i don't know how true that is but like it, there comes a point where everyone hits that that aha moment that yeah. makes you say enough is enough I and can no longer How can we do avoid that? that? Yes, so yes, that's my question. How can we avoid you getting to compassion fatigue, getting to burnout, yeah. by incorporating self-love Monday through through Sunday, yeah. as opposed right. to only doing it on self-care Sunday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. you know what I'm yeah. saying. Right. right. It's important that we begin to choose ourselves personally and professionally all the time, not just sometimes. But that doesn't mean you have to neglect your responsibilities. I include my daughter in my self-love practice. I want her to see what self-love, self-care looks like so that she does it when she's older. What's your example? Things like doing yoga. Things like her hearing me tell someone no. Mm -hmm. Her seeing me cry and not acting like I have it all together and nothing is wrong. I let her know if she hurts my feelings. I apologize to her if I hurt hers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very much this checking in with me and allowing her to see that as opposed to being the adult that has to have it all together. Right, right, right. right. It it's doesn't okay. work. Yeah. It doesn't work. I, and I do think it's a part of like gentle parenting, which well, is new as well. Isn't that yeah, part of right. leadership as well where good leaders show that they're that they make mistakes good she good leaders show that transparency they have, yeah, yeah. Yes. that's right yes. so a good leader a good parent a good age a good appropriate yes for sure right, right. you know it's funny yeah, because as a parent my middle son you know and all children are all different my middle son um is my challenge in the sense that i said to him as early as last night and i'm very like open mm. i said to him last night what can I do? What can I do to make you feel better? Because I feel like, you know, teenagers, it's a tough time. Maybe nothing's really wrong, but to mm-hmm. me, there is. 
So I said, what can I do for you to feel better about opening up or what's bothering you? Or, mm-hmm. mm. you know, asking so the questions in, yes. instead of it's not making the decisions right. for them. Right. Exactly. Oh, it's yeah. so important wow. to help kids understand their mental health. I do that. I'll say, yeah. my daughter will say, why are you crying? And I'll go, it's just one of those days. But you're allowed to cry. I'm not. You know, mm. so it's more this like, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I have to be that person. Yes. You know. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, they're absorbing whatever we show them. It's my generation. Damn you, Sebagus. <laughs> I centennial babies. We suck. Uh, uh, you're doing no, great. You're doing I think, great. I think it's just the grittiness of us all in the middle of the grind. And do you, when you go through this, not to give all of your therapy kind of thing away, but do you actually recommend people schedule it on their phone like, this is my 15 minutes of downtime. Yes. Good question. Yes. Actually do a workshop called Self-Care Matters. Yeah. And one of my tips is setting alarms and notifications for your self-care. Yeah. You know? So yeah. literally wow. typing Taylor in yeah. my calendar is something I do all the time because not everyone is doing this stuff habitually. Sometimes to build that accountability, you have to, you know, set an yeah. alarm. There's yeah. nothing wrong the with day, that. John the does that all the time. You let it yes, do it. The and the whole week yeah. will go by and you didn't do one thing right. Right. for you. Right. Well, one of the things we suggest wow. that you do is come down to um, to here to Papa Jay's and eat this pizza. Absolutely. <laughs> I just had that That's potato pizza. Right? Is it good? Who knew? My life has changed. Right. Who knew that potatoes on pizza would be so good? Michael's a genius. I don't know where <laughs> he, he is. He's a genius, right? But that, you got to come down. That's so funny. I can't wait to bring my daughter That's here. part of your self-care. Get oh, to Papa yeah. Jay's. Eat food. Don't sweep. Eat food. You'll, you'll get mad at the parking when you can't find a spot right away. <laughs> but you'll eventually find one. It's no big deal. Then Hang you come in, in there. Have a yes, little... Yes, have a little yeah. limoncello, yes, which I'm on yes. my second. That's why the that's why the questions are getting better on my, mm. my second this me- limoncello. I know. Yeah, is so that good. yeah? Yeah. Listen, for if you're just watching now, I want oh, Taylor to have a minute to take a bite. But you know, she's such a breath of fresh air because I think what I've learned as a mother, as a woman, as a you know person in business in general, just life experiences help you to learn that the people you meet help kind of guide you for what's better. And if it makes you stop and think of what you can do better. In baby steps, right? I'm not going to change overnight. But if I can really have something that you said Mm -hmm. resonate with me, Mm -hmm. then I'm I'm taking those steps to the next, you know, level, right? Yeah. Giving ourselves credit is something we don't do enough of. Yeah. And I do think that a huge part of self-love is self-compassion, the kindness, the gentleness, patience, understanding. We're used to giving that to everybody else. But we're not really used to giving that grace to ourselves. Yeah. So And it is a grace, you're right. You know, the the compassionate parts of ourselves are battling the perfectionist parts of ourselves. Yeah. And it's an it's an internal battle. And you know, sometimes we have I think since COVID especially, but mm-hmm. life in general, we have really taken statistics to a new level, right? We've said like the, the white population, the black population, the female population, the male population. Sometimes it helps us just to put things in perspective, but sometimes it's just this blanket of yeah. we're just human beings and we all have our thing. You know what I mean? And mine race might be different than you. Race is a social construct. Isn't it true? It is. We're yeah. The human race. The human yeah, yeah. race. Yeah. But we cannot be colorblind because that's not the society right. that we live in. Absolutely. And so there is a privilege in self-love. That's something that I always talk about. And we have to understand that we only know what we're taught and not every community has access to yes. self-love mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. and that knowledge, which is why I do a lot of free pro bono work because 
it should be accessible. Self love, mental health, wow. these things should be yeah. accessible. Yeah. You're such a gem. Oh my wow. God. Will you so, go on every podcast? Yeah. <laughs> We don't always eat don't this good. Don't test me with a good we, time. We don't, we don't always eat this great, but I will tell oh, you, we do. This is we lovely. Good time. You well, are you, such a you're, gift. you're lovely. You're a yeah. gift to the city you. of Pittsburgh. Thank you both. I really appreciate being often. here. Yeah. And anything we can do to help you spread the word because yeah. you truly are a gift to our community. Thank you so much. Absolutely. This means so much. Where can everybody find you and follow you? Well, I spend a lot of time on the Instagram, so you absolutely can follow me, The Heart Advocate, on Instagram. Also, my website, theheartadvocate.com. If you have Wi-Fi, it's free and accessible. There's a lot of free resources, great yep. blog posts, just good information. And also, you can book self-love sessions if you want an individual you know, moment with me virtually. We can do that. Um, but I'm also on Facebook as well, Taylor L. Pinkston, The Heart Advocate on there as well. I'm on Twitter. I, can uh, we you know, follow TikTok, your daughter anywhere? Uh, you know what? No. <laughs> yeah. You have to come through Age me to get to her. There you go. Right? <laughs> One day, she's going to take over the world. I know it. Word I know it. Her to yell your job. Oh, yeah. Video. <laughs> She's going to go viral. We're all going to go viral. She would love that. Uh, yes, you are such a gem. That. So Thank this you. is a silly question, but because we're here in this great Italian restaurant, favorite Italian-based movie? Any Italian movie that comes to mind? Oh, my goodness. Listen, I have my top five movies, two of them are Italian movies. And I am half Italian, but Bronx Tale is up there for me. Have you ever seen a Bronx Tale? No. Oh, you need to so, see it. So, mm. Are you a godfather? I feel like that would be like your typical answer, it, but right. I and cannot really think answer of that, anything else. Yeah. yeah, it has been so. Far. It's classic. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Don't can't make me feel wrong. bad. <laughs> I'm gonna. My self love assignment is to go watch. I haven't seen the Godfather movies. Oh, yet. you you have so work to do. Beat me up. You've got so homework. That's my self love. Oh yeah, you that's can do that. Self love. You can do that. Yeah, <laughs> give yourself some pleasure, <laughs> some fun. All right. Yeah. Taylor, Thank you so much for you joining both. us. We appreciate you coming yes. down to Papa Jay's in the Strip oh District and enjoying some of this pizza, enjoying the drinks, and uh, man, and the, I gotta the tell hospitality you. is amazing. But the camaraderie of our guests, you know, Monica, I'm gonna say it. It's one of my favorite podcasts. Such a good, you know, weaving of good people. So thank you so much to everyone we got to chat with. Joey Glassburner is the last, you know, add-on guest. I love the fact that Brighton Heights is still doing good things. A community fridge. I lived there 40 years ago and would have never guessed that, that we would have a community that has a community fridge. That there's so many communities in need. Pay attention. That's how I look at this, right? Pay yeah. attention to what is needed and help out. And Check thanks him again out. to Taylor Pinkston for coming on with about self-love. Love, love oh my that. God. As a matter of fact, and thanks to Jessica. The Listen, preferred name. I think we should start sharing her stuff on our blogs more often. All right. Like, right? Like, I'm in it. Is it where you're at? Something on the monthly basis because right. her message is so valuable. And thank you to Tracy and Monica for helping us put this together. Uh we can't even give enough big kudos and thank yous to Michael Triani and his staff. Michael, come say Michael goodbye. Michael, say come say oh goodbye. Oh my God, what are you bringing? We we'll hold this. Oh, Michael, what oh is that? God. So we have a carbonara romana. <laughs> you love carbonara. Did, oh does he know God. this? It's, it's a cheese broth that we uh, oh. cook. We cook the pasta in the cheese broth. Then we add guanciale, which is pig cheek, <gasps> and onion, oh. and then um, egg yolk. And because the because of the cheese broth, the egg yolk does not scramble. It instead creates a, a, a sauce that's just haunting. I think it's like for the Italian, it's like the taste of a, a, a cheeseburger or a, a hot dog. 
It is, it is Italiana. It's classic Italian cuisine. Oh, my God. This is John's favorite. Michael, you were just talking about Cavallaro, right? right? As we get ready to sign off, what Italian greeting or, or call to action would you give to everybody? Well, I mean, for me, John, it's always Papa's mission, which is beautiful food simply prepared to be shared with family and friends. Yeah. Couldn't I, say it any better, I right? I am going to get some self-love she right now and eat Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And remember, Michael, Papa Jay's in the strip. For God's sakes, get down here now. Oh, my God, this is so good.